Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. I hope that you are having an amazing day today. If not, flip the switch and choose to. (laughs) You feel me? As usual, I'm grateful that you're joining me today. For those of you who truly know me, you know that I have legit been living in a bubble for the past year, just trying to stay healthy and whole. I work from home mostly, and my daughter does online learning. And I have one other family in this bubble with me. Uh, which is one of my sisters, uh, along with her husband and her son. This, my friends, has been my social life. (laughs) I come from a big family, which includes bonus family, and we are used to getting together. The question and the joke is, when are we not celebrating something or somebody? So this last year has been such a challenge because I'm a social butterfly and I love people. I love being with my family and friends, y'all. I know I'm preaching to the choir because I'm not the only one who thinks that the run to the store is a whole field trip. (laughs) My friend was telling me that the trip to the gas station was date night. I died. Anywho, I know that we have all had different ways of managing our health, uh, safety and boundaries throughout this pandemic. I'm not judging you for being at restaurants and lounges. Well, sometimes ATL. Mm. So let me be great (laughs) in my bubble. okay? (laughs) needless to say that I, along with many of you, am staying connected to friends, family and loved ones via Zoom calls video chats. This past Thursday, my cup was filled with laughter, love, and conversation with two of my sisters. Now, I told you in my first episode that you gonna hear about my sisters, honey, because they are all so amazing and I am inspired by each of them. And they all have poured into me, inspired me, encouraged me, and challenged me throughout my life in different ways. They each have powerful life stories and experiences, and I love to hear them share and talk about those things um, as it helps me in enhancing my own level of wisdom and compassion around individual journeys. We talked about this and that and then stumbled across some interesting topics. Maybe the topic was intertwined with others that we were floating between. It seemed that each topic was connected to the other in some way, shape, or form. But in a nutshell, we talked about how we show up, how we receive, and how we graciously and unapologetically live in our greatness. You know I'm a thinker. Nah, you? (laughs) So my brain was swirling far beyond this wonderful conversation. You down to explore a little of this with me? Word. Well, unlike the me in my 20s, I wake up today and every day knowing who I am. 
I show up in my routine spaces with confidence and clarity. See, that morning prayer I have talked and over-talked to y'all about, (laughs) I'm so real about the way with which it channels my energy to a place of intention. I said intention, not perfection, y'all. Calm down. I move in a way that is genuine (laughs) and fearless because I believe in me and how I do what it is that I do, okay? And that's on period. I am prepared (laughs) informed and I am okay with not having all of the answers. Why? Because I am resourceful and know how to go about getting answers. I am creative by nature. I have long vision and I am solution-based. I manage with values from a human perspective and invest heavily in people and culture. So what I'm saying, y'all, is I am who I think I am. (laughs) Funny thing is, That what I just stated is simply what I know, but I haven't always felt empowered to vocalize it. Why? As I began to peel back the layers of the why, I realized two things, one larger issue and one that is merely an extension of the other. Society has always managed to put people in their quote unquote place. And although I have always been somewhat of a rule breaker or have gone against the grain in so many ways, society did its best to ingrain, and I use the word ingrain often and on purpose, ingrain, in order to create subconscious limits. You know, when you're downtown or anywhere else for that matter, uh, you wait for the crosswalk light because you know that there is always a possibility that you can attract police contact and get ticketed for jaywalking as opposed to others who freely cross straight, diagonally, and every other which way (laughs) without worry. Yeah, that kind of ingrained. The boundaries that we place on ourselves that have become second nature, so much so that sometimes we believe these are our thoughts as opposed to a narrative that has been created. That's the larger issue, right? like what's been ingrained in us as a society and culture. The extension of that is and has been our inability to show up as our full, true selves. So I want to call out the fact that this lives in some folks, a lot of folks. And my hope is that in calling it out, we can not only silence and check the voice in our head that attempts to diminish our value, Uh, But that we can be examples to others in how we have the right, the power, and the responsibility to show up knowing and being who we are. When I facilitate interviews, my style is really conversational. I think it's a power trip when people try, like try, to make interviews difficult or intimidating. I mean, that's corny to me. I want to see how you engage what the conversation leads you to speak about, what professional boundaries you have, and how you're able to articulate how your experiences, background, and qualifications can bring uh, value to our team, culture, and overall mission. Part of what I like to do um, is there are questions that we obviously have to have answered, Um, But I like to give candidates the opportunity to talk to me about anything that we may have missed touching on regarding their experience, philosophy, etc. 
When I tell you, men get that opportunity and honey will go off. (laughs) Off. They will full-blown dive into that and they will tell you about all the things that they think that you should know about them. Uh, They will continue to connect the dots on anything that they thought that we may have missed touching on throughout the interview. They will toot that horn, honey, and leave no stone unturned. Women, on the other hand, a lot of times they draw a blank or struggle with feeling like I'm asking them to arrogantly brag about themselves. It's so fascinating to me to see that contrast. So I feel a responsibility as a woman to give feedback around that to candidates, encouraging them to stand in their power, to not be afraid to vocalize their value. Interviews go two ways. I'm interviewing candidates for a fit and they should be interviewing us for a fit, right? Say it. I imagine that this is a result of those subconscious thoughts that keep you asking yourself, who do you think you are? Well, people, people, the answer to that is simple. I am who I think I am and will show up in spaces being that. I will not dance. I will not bend. I will not minimize my greatness. I am going to not only be greatness, but in times that call for me to speak it, I will speak of my own greatness. You feel me? Talk about the need to normalize this. Catch up now. What is meant for you, you will have. So if these spaces are incapable of processing that confidence and understanding of self-worth and value, then child, thank the universe for handing you the win. The win is being true to yourself and not shrinking to fit into the box that someone else pre-wrapped for you. Nah, you're bigger than that. You're bigger than that box. Greatness is too big for a box. Blue. I'm going to carry on a little bit and talk about being unapologetic. This is an extension of I am who I think I am. (laughs) See, I can already imagine where folks' minds might be going. Being unapologetic does not mean that you are closed off to growth or different opinions, nor does it mitigate your responsibility to approach conversation and interactions with positive intent. And it for sure doesn't mean that you get a lifetime pass to treat people like shit, okay? For me, being unapologetic is being true to myself, my values, my experiences, and how I show up in spaces based on those experiences. See, I am a firm believer that I am not responsible for your feelings. I'm going to say that one more time. I am not responsible for your feelings. I am, however, responsible for the words that I speak and the thoughtfulness that I speak with. But I am not responsible (laughs) for how you feel. Make sure Karen and Dan get that memo. (laughs) Same goes for my physical appearance and demeanor. My hair, my listening style, my greeting, my interjection, etc. I can't be responsible for your feelings of who you think I should be. Preach. See, that's the box I spoke of earlier. That says, look like this, talk like this, think like this, stay in this box, stay in your place. 
because that makes that person comfortable. You get that? It is not your job to make someone else feel comfortable with who you truly are. We need that on repeat. It's not your job, nor is it your bag of stones to burden. We busy throwing our own stones out. Sheesh. Your only responsibility is to show up being the best version of yourself consistently. You don't need to explain yourself due to others' lack of desire to learn who you are as an individual. I mean, I can't speak for all my people. You can wear your hair curly, in braids, in a fro, or in locks without being considered unprofessional. Okay. You can listen more than you speak in order to process and gather an informed opinion without being seen as disengaged or having an attitude. Baby, listen. You can interject with your opinion, agreeing or disagreeing, without being seen as intimidating, aggressive, or combative. Say it. I'm telling you that you can. And for those of you who are empowered with this mindset, it is our responsibility to demonstrate this every chance we get, period. (laughs) The last thing I'm going to talk about is receiving. Now, this is an area that I admit I'm growing in. I did an episode a few weeks back called Celebrate You. And in that episode, I talked about the ability to acknowledge and celebrate your journey and uh, who you have become. Well, part of that celebration of self is being able to receive the love, praise, and recognition of others. Have you ever told someone uh, they look nice, that you like their outfit, or that they look sharp? Did I just age myself with that sharp thing? And they respond by (laughs) saying something like, ew, this old thing, or I've had this forever. Or they begin pointing out what they don't like. (laughs) I mean, I'm guilty at times. I am. But I had to ask myself why. Why do I do that? (laughs) Like, girl, you can be cute. Shut up and say thank you, damn it. Like, literally, that is all you have to say. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, what was I defending in those moments that I couldn't just say thank you? Was that my way of being humble? I mean, because I knew I was cute. Was I batting down the love of others? Oh, but I love to love. Is that a place of vulnerability for me that I was protecting in some odd way? Yikes. Did I not want others to think that I think too much of myself? (laughs) And then what in the whole hell is too much? Like, serious. What is that toxic shit? Well, I'm calling out what I think it is. That damn box. Y'all, that box is dangerous. It not only creeps out in professional spaces, requesting the code switch, It whispers to us in our normal everyday life and can prevent us from receiving the nutrients that we need to receive in order to water the roots of our spirit. It prevents us from connecting to others. It prevents us from standing in our full greatness and receiving the things that were meant for us. That voice, y'all, that box is not God. Consider that an unsolicited call from an identity thief. Anything that shrinks you, minimizes you, compromises you, speaks against your glow, honey, that ain't the God in you. (laughs) Write that down. I ran into a clip from an interview with Ebony Williams. 
Uh, Ebony Williams is a lawyer, talk show host, radio host, and a reality television show cast member. Um, In this interview, she is quoted as saying, everything I seek is owed to me. I make it my first business to show up in a capacity of unadulterated and unimpeachable excellence. Man, did you get all that? I felt this. And this was prior to my phone call with my sisters. So this was on my mind as I was speaking to them and after I was off the phone with them. As I began formatting this week's episode, I knew that this quote was going to be part of the inspiration for what I talked about today. The call with my sisters was simply confirmation. Funny how that works, yeah? (laughs) In that interview, she goes on to then quote James Baldwin saying, You have to decide who you are and force the world to deal with you, not with its idea of you. Honey, listen, do you hear the bloops falling? Bloop, 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 bloop. When I tell you to throw the whole box away, along with the voice in your head that tells you to get in that joint, I mean, throw it away. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. If I can leave you with anything today besides my forever ramble, Lord, bless my heart, (laughs) it would be to continue to protect and preserve your self-connection. In order to really establish your vision for yourself, to see and live in your own greatness unapologetically, and to live in a space of gratitude where you are able to receive the blessings that are meant for you, Wake up every day choosing you and not bearing responsibility for the miseducation of others. We were made perfectly and to show up being anything less than what we were created to be. I mean, it's just disrespectful (laughs) and rude, don't you think? Shine, (laughs) glow and be great, y'all. And never forget, we were created in the image of excellence. Show up in the spirit of that and seeking that which is owed to you. Come on. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well. <laughs>